Welcome to The Living Word with Chuck Davis. First Peter 3, 18-22 Righteous for the unrighteous. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the Spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison, because they formerly did not obey, when God's patience waited in the days of Noah, while the ark was being prepared, in which a few, that is, eight persons, were brought safely through water. Baptism, which corresponds to this, now saves you, not as a removal of dirt from the body, but as an appeal to God for a good conscience through the resurrection of Jesus Christ, who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers, having been subjected to him. Peter has just come off of talking about the way that our suffering can be redeemed. It becomes a place where God's hope and purposefulness can flow through our lives. And Peter, as he's been doing throughout his letter, connects it back to the suffering of Christ. Uh, There's somehow a continuation of this aspect of us sharing in the sufferings of Christ. Uh, Peter here makes the uniqueness of Christ's suffering through the phrase, uh, for Christ also suffered once for sins. It's it's the one-time work of atonement in our life. But it was the righteous for the unrighteous. And he's putting this in the context of uh, he did it for the sake of our blessing, that we would be made alive in the the spirit. Um, In the same way that Peter is connecting the fact that our suffering can have a, a role in helping people come to a new life in Christ. Then there's this aspect of Jesus proclaiming it to the spirits in prison. For those of you who regularly use the Apostles' Creed in your worship, you have this phrase that Jesus descended to the dead. Uh, I like what uh, Fleming Rutledge says, that probably the better translation would be, he descended to hell. Uh, not just to the dead, but to those who were held captive. Uh, Because here in this passage, uh, Peter uses the word spirits in prison. It's interesting, this creed that he descended into hell is really based on two verses uh, in the scriptures. Uh, The declaration here uh, by Peter, and he's going to have another one in chapter 4. Uh, the people that he descended to were those who didn't accept God's invitation to renewal new life previously. I I don't know what all the implications are on this. Uh, It's been interpreted that when Jesus uh, was physically in the body, in the tomb, he then went to the spirit world uh, by his spirit to preach to those souls in hell. Uh, it's a comforting thought to think of those who have not had a chance to uh, hear completely or uh, in an intelligent way the invitation of God to find freedom in Christ might have an opportunity after death. I don't want it to be a demotivator, 
to my evangelism, my good newsing of people, uh, that they might make that declaration before death comes. But it certainly points to the fact that God's not desiring that any would perish, but all would come unto repentance. Uh, then the passage finishes with one of those great ascension declarations. Uh, Jesus Christ, after his resurrection, had gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, bringing all authorities into the right order, because then angels, authorities, and powers have been subjected to him. Uh, the so what of this passage is just a reminder that we are in the Christ way. He's done the work for us, but he invites us into the work of sharing in his suffering to help others come alive in Christ. The now what, again, is back to this idea of perspective on my life. Uh, what I call a category of blessing, a life of ease, might not really be the full blessing. That somehow in what feels like the invasion of, well, I would say it not only feels like, is the invasion of the curse into my life through suffering, uh, that becomes a place of blessing flow uh, for others and for my trust in the Lord. So, Lord, again, we give ourselves to you. We're very grateful for the finished work of Christ. Uh, we're very grateful for the promise that you will bring to completion the work you've begun in us. We're great, very grateful, Lord, today the, for the opportunities you give us, both the, the great and exhilarating events that are uh, physical blessing to us, but also some of the challenges that become places of blessing to others. In Jesus' name, amen.